0: It's that time. Welcome to another episode of Little Talks, your weekly dose of marketing news and insights from Littlefield Agency.
1: Brenda, thank you so much.
0: Thank as you. Always. Brenda, thank you so much.
1: It is. I wish I could thank you over here, but where are the ladies? They're actually all her... on meetings right now.
0: Except, for, well, here. Can this... you
1: see uh, the media and analytics team? Yeah. Behind us? No.
0: No. It's weird because right immediately behind us, Sarah was posing, immediately behind us, it looks like there's no one. But then... Five feet that way... There's a ton of people. There's like seven people. And we specifically and chose this
1: location for our topic today. Yeah. Tom. Yeah. Tom can come and wave. <laughs> um, hey, we've got some great announcements. We had a wonderful week uh, in Ohio last week with Ditch Witch on a shoot. And four, four and a half days, Brandon? Is that right? Brandon went as far to say it was one of his all-time favorite shoots at the agency.
0: It's the reason why the
1: podcast was so terrible last week because Brandon we, was out being awesome somewhere else. We apologize. I don't think it was as terrible as you're playing it out to be. I'm sure this well, one's going to be much better. It
0: was terrible for me,
1: <laughs> but uh, Brandon, <laughs> Brandon, Katie, Kite, Reynolds—they um, spent the week with Ditch Witch and they said it was awesome. I think it's just yeah. great that they had that time with them.
0: Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, and you'll see that work. I mean, it'll be—it'll be it'll in a, it'll be Q, yeah, in Q4 for sure. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, we have officially landed. Drum roll, please. This is next topic? RipCrib. RipCrib was a client of ours um, and took everything in-house during the pandemic, rightfully so. We totally understand it. We had an open line of communication. That partnership ended really well, given the circumstances of a pandemic. Um, Sean Ferguson and I have stayed in touch. Uh, He's a a good friend, but also a great client. And they've officially signed. We are super excited. We are going to be handling all things media and analytics with uh, him and
0: his team. And it's good to be back, man. It's good to be back in the QSR space. Yeah. It, you know, when we were just thinking about that, them as a, as a brand, you know, there's the Rib Crib brand. Dude. And that's what it's we worked with then. And yeah. as the pandemic was hitting and since then, now they're not, you know, the Chandler Hospitality Group is not just Rib Crib, though. Society Burger. Society Burger, Foxy Tacos. Make It Splash. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, like totally. They're, they're kind of thinking beyond the brisket. And uh, Wow. Did you plan that? That's beyond just, the brisket? I just, that's just off it's, it's all jazz in here. It's all jazz. Dang, that's great. <laughs> but like, it, it's exciting to see how much they are expanding and growing. Absolutely. And coming out of a pandemic. So yeah, it, yeah, you're right. Sean's great. Everything. So
1: lots of rib crib in our future. Um It is good to be back with them. Yeah. Him and Steve and team. They're great guys. They've got great cue. And even if you're not a you're you on our brisket. It, aren't you? <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> we have one more announcement. I'm going to let you take it away.
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, Sam can't do this one because this one's about <laughs> Sam. Really weird. Incidentally, Sam wrote the script this week. Um, <laughs> I had nothing. It's the first time seeing it. Come on, man. So if you've followed our social channels, which we hope you do, um, Sam had an honor bestowed upon him. Was it last week? Um, it was announced earlier
1: this week and yeah it was announced earlier this week
0: in the family owned business category yeah sam was named entrepreneur of the year in tulsa by the chamber
1: yeah which was super cool and yeah. so
0: it's funny it's like a weird brag but i'm not bragging because <laughs> i want to i want to
1: walk through um someone nominated me in june i got an email saying you've been nominated for this and i was like oh that's really nice i have no idea who nominated was it you no. Okay. Uh, no I, that's, I could say yes. No, no, no. I'd
0: make the person come forward, right? Well, and the
1: thing, I, just, I have no idea. And so I was like, okay, this is a long shot. And it was an intense application form. Um, I spent about three and a half weeks oh um, with the application. They ask agency financials. Um, they ask some very uh, just pointed questions in the sense of how you run your business. What are your values? What do you value? What is, talk to us about your culture. Talk to us about your business. What is your growth potential? And then um, you have to have two official letters of recommendations. And I had two. Amazing CEOs in our Magnet CEO Network group—one um, out of Phoenix and one out of Dallas—that wrote uh, a really, really nice note. And so, I, you know, it's funny how life works. At a rough day, uh, found out two weeks ago, maybe late, late, early last week. I had a rough day, and I'm sitting at the dinner table, and we're with the kids and Tara, and I get an email, and it's like, "Hey, you won this thing!" And I was like, "Holy cow!" <laughs> 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 I had totally needed this too because it was just—it was she a was long right day, time. so. I'm super excited. There is a, an awards reception um, September 13th, a networking thing. Uh, Mayor Bynum and Mike Neal, the head of the chamber, are there to kind of bestow the awards. And there's an, an actual um, reception later that evening at the Summit Club downtown. Do you get a trophy? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't and know if, how it works. if I do, I'm putting it on okay. your desk. Yeah, I want to see the. We'll, we'll feature the trophy on the. Podcast. But here's the thing, right? It's in my name. Has nothing to do with me. Happens to do with Brandon and Roop and the whole team here. Um, and, and I explicitly said that, right? We have an amazing agency, and I was lucky enough to be nominated. Um, but it's because of the people, right? Yeah, and the great work that our clients let us do. We we have we have our clients to thank. So for those listening, we appreciate everything you let us do because without you, we wouldn't get to do the great work.
0: He's being humble, but Sam works very, very hard here. I mean, it doesn't seem like it on this (laughs) podcast, I know, but the dude hustles like no one I've ever seen, so it's a well-deserved honor. I I appreciate it, man. I do appreciate it. It's true.
1: Okay, so we have one topic today, and um, I've had a lot of new business prospective calls in the last three weeks, and there's a buzzword, right? And it makes sense given the time of year, and it is planning. Twenty twenty four planning, whether your fiscal is in September or November or January first, twenty twenty-four. Everyone's mind is now summer is almost over. It basically is. Back We're school. back to school. Labor Day's coming up in another two week and a half. Every year, middle of August, we can rely on prospects, our clients, people are back at it, it's back to the grind. It is a mad dash towards the holidays. And as I've had these prospective calls, I've had many in the last two to three weeks and it is all about your marketing and media planning. And so we thought, okay, what a, a couldn't ask for a better location with no one behind us, even though they are <laughs> all here at the agency. They're all planning. <laughs> they are all planning. <laughs> um, media and analytics planning. So we want to talk to you, our prospective customers, for those clients that are listening, you're very much entrenched in this process, but what does that process look like? And um, and let's just kind of paint a picture of what we do over the next couple of because. People, I just got invited to a golf thing. Like the group said, I do work. I denied the golf thing because we have so much going on this time of year as we prep our clients, we bridge them over, and we
0: get into 2024. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, And that, you know, I think on the script we're just going to talk about the uh – the, the media and analytics part of planning, but yeah, for sure. There's also content. Planning. Well, and
1: that's the thing. So you will see on the script here that you guys can't see. Thinking beyond media, yeah. paid media especially, yeah, because there is there's and that is very much in your realm. I do want you to talk to talk to us about that. So one major thing is we have, I have a lot of prospects that have to Oh well, you know, you just kind of put together a you know the Facebook plan and some Google. And it's like yeah, well, there's so much more to that, right? The research that Kelly, the account team, Chris, et cetera, are doing just in the sense of your target audience, how are they digesting media? Media means so many things in the sense of not just social, everything digitally. You think about broadcast, you think about connected TV. There are a lot of different ways for you to get in front of your target audience these days. And new opportunities all the time. And new opportunities. Right. And that, and again, that goes beyond paid media. Yeah. Um, you look at Chelsea Clements doing a lot of research right now for her clients before she goes on maternity leave. She used no scheduled meeting day on Tuesday to kind of dive into that. Do you know what the average attention span of Gen Z is? Oh God, it's going to be less than four seconds, right? 1.3 seconds. <laughs> so I was right. She slacked that to me and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. And she was like, no, this is, she was like, we have to think so differently. And th- and again, that is her. That's why Chelsea is so good at her job. I hate to pay her compliment, but we have to, um, how do you evolve your content, right? How do you, yeah. for those, the up and coming Gen Z, they're not gonna watch that 10 minute video. No, Maybe at the, a certain time and place, but how do we capture their attention? It's things like that. So we present that research to our clients to back up why we are providing the plan that we are providing for their next fiscal year. You have any thoughts
0: there? No, I think I would say we don't need to compliment Chelsea anymore, but otherwise, <laughs> That's no. a great thought.
1: Yeah. So, um, As part of this planning, right, there's a media brief that's involved. We're doing, I mean, there's, and it's a very collaborative environment with our clients in understanding marketing objectives, business objectives, Mm -hmm. business goals. Our marketing objectives are aligned with your business goals for your next year. Of course, your goal is sales, but as we get into the analytics piece of it, I I sat in a meeting yesterday with a prospect uh, based out of uh, Oklahoma City, but their VP of marketing is in Atlanta. And um, they're putting budgets together for 2024, hence why we're having this conversation. And Chris did an amazing job in walking her through his actionable analytics. Mm -hmm. Don't get us wrong. Impressions are great. Clicks are great. But what are they doing once you deliver that lead to your doorstep? Mm -hmm. It's really, really important. I think of it in the sense of you invite me into your home. If I go and, and I leave you <laughs> <laughs> but you know if I don't sit down at the dinner table and break bread with you yeah it's
0: it's a lost cause yeah we didn't we didn't reach our goals the the, the goal is important for the planning and there's different goals
1: yeah I, I, and and that's Chris's whole program which I wish we could have a screen and walk you through it but it's a great way for you to potentially talk to us
0: I think there's some articles on the site
1: there's some articles what on the site um, we've got some slides to kind of capture that information but really looking at every piece of content has an objective and has a goal, okay? On a social awareness ad, we're not expecting you to convert to buy a piece of $25,000 machinery. It's strictly awareness. If that actually gets you to the website, fantastic. We have media tools in place to get you back to the website if you're not ready to convert. Mm-hmm. But understanding and what we call feeding the funnel, right? From awareness down to consideration down to eventual conversion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Conversions could be you're downloading a sales sheet. It could be you're filling out an RFI form. It could be you're contacting your dealer. You're watching a video. You're watching a video. You made an e-commerce purchase. Yeah. We have that information to understand how are we getting people to sit down with you at the dinner table. But if they're not ready to sit down with you at the dinner table, how do we get them back so they eventually do that?
0: Yeah. How do you nurture them along to the point where they're ready to do that? So we call that
1: actionable analytics. Um, And there's, you know, I look at our program five years ago, we would go, man, the click through rate on that ad was really good. And we didn't know anything else, right? So it's great to have a high click through rate. But Chris has the analytics to show, okay, hey, this had a high click through rate, but man, the conversions were low. And this click-through rate was a little bit lower, but man, we had triple the amount of conversions. And that's the information that we need to understand what creative is resonating and what creative is pushing people further down the funnel to actually make
0: a purchase. Yeah, which is a, a, good, a good point. It's not it's not really a turn on, just run it and that's it for the next year. There's constant kind of evaluation of, the, of are we meeting the plan's goals? Are we making adjustments along the way? And not just in the media world, but how does it affect creative and the messaging and everything else?
1: I always joke with my dad. I think about uh, the good old days of, um, he would run media, right? And it would be print, oh yeah. <laughs> outdoor, and television, and radio. And he would set the plan and the plan would run for a year and he'd call his client and say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Client, are your sales up? <laughs> Just, they are, great, we're gonna sign on for year two. Now, right, Kelly calls it a, <laughs> a a living, breathing document. It is always changing. So the plan that we set for you in 2024 very well is at the end of 2024 may not be the original plan that we started with because mm-hmm. we are learning so much through optimizations. Beth and Tom and Chris are making optimizations on a daily basis, leading to weekly, leading to our quarterly reviews. And we are going to allocate money differently than we originally anticipated because we are understanding what is working better for you, Mr. or Mrs. Customer, and most importantly, with your customers. Yeah. So I want you to talk in the sense of content group of paid media is absolutely necessary, especially in the B2B world, and getting engaging and getting in front of your target audience. But if the content isn't great, and we have the analytics to prove that, I want you to talk about just kind of some content strategy as you prep with our media and analytics team
0: for our clients. Yeah, so this is also technically content planning season that we're entering into. It's a busy season. Which, yeah, it is. Um, And for us, content planning starts with uh, who are we creating content for? Who you know? We, we learn who those people are through persona work. Um, then we're aligning that against um, new products or services or um, angles that we think are going to be interesting to people. Content creation is all about answering a problem for somebody. So for us, we're looking at, um, you know, someone says, how do I do this? Or what's the safest way to do that? You want to be the answer to those questions. It has nothing to do with, I want to buy your thing. It's, peripheral to that to catch those folks that are in that headspace so there's a little bit of an awareness play there there's a little bit of a brand affinity play there and you're wanting to align yourself as if i invite you to my house and you don't like me because i'm because i'm saying things or my politics are off from you or whatever that's that's you know abrasive so you want to align with people in a way that you're, you're you want your content to align with people in a way that when they're ready to make the purchase they're thinking about you and they're comfortable with you already
1: i think it's gotten better in the b2b world Behind that business making a purchase is a human. Yeah. And guess what? We as humans don't want to be sold all the time. We have, we have some uh, clients that we've worked with before. and They're like, oh, hey, we, you know, we need a strong call to action. We need a, we got to sell, we got to sell product, got to move product. It's like, yes, 100%, there's mm-hmm. a time and place for that. But based off user intent, if someone's in the awareness stage of the funnel, they're just getting familiar with your brand and they're not ready to pull the trigger on a piece of $50,000 equipment, mm-hmm. we understand that. So how are we moving them throughout the funnel
0: to get them down there? And the content is super important. How, how are you staying in front of them in a, in a way that's not constantly asking for the sell? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: A- and again, you you think about from social media down to Google paid search to anything programmatically that we're doing, there's a certain time and place for the right message. And if you're delivering the wrong message, given that point in the sales cycle, it's a total waste.
0: Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And the nice thing is we have the analytics to prove that. And, you know, the other thing that content will do for you is elevate your SEO. So if you've got a website, you want to show up in search results, elevate your SEO. It gives your social team something to talk about. <laughs> I mean, it, it gives media something to point to other than Absolutely. You know, a direct ask page and things like that. So uh, it's pretty important. It's kind of how the world works. And I'm, you know, we're kind of in my head sitting here. I'm thinking about long-form content. But... Uh, social media content, email content, um, video content, anything that is, you know, telling your story is content. 100%. We look at CRM strategies and what you and the
1: team have been doing over the last, gosh, has it been almost two years now? Two years, yeah. yeah two years. Going to our second uh, inbound for HubSpot here in a couple of weeks. There is so much information within that CRM, right? You've got them hooked, but again, they're not ready. Um, one client that we work with, we call it the bullpen, mm-hmm. right? We want, to, we want them to graduate from the bullpen and convert as a customer. Yep. And so... Understanding through CRM strategies as well is huge. Yep. A lot of B2B companies that I talk to, um, I, there's one we're talking to right now, um, they are in the process of, of implementing a CRM. Fantastic. A lot of them do not have CRMs. Yeah, it, it, it It's al- the traditional
0: sales. Hey, I've got this Excel sheet. Here's some leads. Are they good leads? It That's almost seems tricky. impossible to me now <laughs> to yeah. think about how would you do this without and CRM. It's, it's, still,
1: it's still a thing. Or, hey, we have a CRM, but... We got some data, and we're we're just really not sure what to do with it, and yeah. we don't have the time. Um, we have a client based outside of Denver, and they've got a great CRM. They've got great in, information. They don't have the time to, do to work through it. it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. So just as you um, as you think through the paid aspect, the CRM strategies, having that plan together is so important, and you guys know that. But guess what? You guys are busy people, and so from a partnership standpoint, this is prime time of year for us. It's my favorite time of year. And again, I really like the spring and the summer when it comes around too. So maybe it's just, I'm just ready for fall. <laughs> I just like all times of year. But, um, but in, a, in a serious way, like this is a time to come up, get out of the weeds, come to 30,000 feet, and think strategically about what are your business objectives for 2024 and how are you aligning your marketing team to meet those objectives. Now more than ever, CMOs, VPs of marketing, etc., are facing tremendous pressure. They got to sell stuff. And you guys are softening the beaches for your sales team when you implement smart strategic media analytics, CRM, whatever it may be in the marketing world strategies. And we want to equip you with that. Yeah. We like doing it. So, we sign off today in the sense of we're going to we're going to send this out to our prospective clients and we would love to chat with you on how we can help you in 2024. And I don't think we've ever been that bold before, but this is this is our bread and butter and we love it.
0: What do you think? I think your last bullet point said sign off with a strong CTA. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished. You know
1: what? I, don't even, I saw that earlier and I was like, yeah. I don't even remember writing that.
0: I wrote the script <laughs> this week, by the way. <laughs>
1: I don't think I'm allowed to write scripts anymore. <laughs> well,
0: we'll see how it goes. This, I think this was a pretty good one, though. I think this is good. Yeah, this is good.
1: As we sign off, what's our minute mark? I'm going to say
0: 16. Oh, I'm going to say. is uh, Not anywhere close to not Give him given that, Brandon. 18. How <laughs> <laughs> are you always right? I don't know
1: i have a gift <laughs> you do have a gift before brenda takes it away happy media planning season yes. happy back to school season for those in the midwest it's still 100 degrees katie kite had a pumpkin spice latte earlier that's a bold move but i'm hoping that's channeling some good fall vibes
0: yeah and, and hopefully you get all the players you want in your fantasy football drafts coming up in the next week <laughs> yeah.
1: may the odds be ever in may your
0: the favorite. odds be ever in your favor yes okay
1: we'll talk to you next week thank you guys adios bye and that's a wrap. We hope you've enjoyed our little chat and found ways to grow your own marketing strategies. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on social media at Middlefield Agency.